No, it's paused, right? No, it's recording. It's right. Okay. Well, let's do pray, um, and uh, we'll go from there. Lord Jesus, we thank you for who you are, and we thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity to be here. We ask that you'd be with us and work through us, and uh, we thank you for all the blessings that you've allowed us to have and enjoy. Father, at this strange times we're in, we give you praise for everything. We know that you've taught us many things through this time. And Father, we ask that you to continue to teach us and be with us. We thank you for these sweet people who are here. The people we've talked about who are sick, particularly Pat, we ask that you be with her. And Father, we ask that you would uh, be with these that are going to have surgery tomorrow. And Father, we thank you for them. So as we go to the further service, we ask that you just be in everything. And you come now and, and minister to us as we look at the book. And we'll be careful to praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, turn to Matthew chapter 1. We're going we're gonna to do a re real quick review. We're headed to John 14. When Art taught us last on March 15th, he finished John uh, Matthew chapter 13. Well, we're going we're gonna to go to there. All right, we're just going to read a lot of Scripture and, and just bear with us as we go. So we're in the first chapter first chapter of Matthew where we have the genealogy of Jesus and let's read verse 16 Jacob was the father of Joseph the husband of Mary by whom Jesus was born who is called the Messiah all the other it says became the father of became the father of we get to verse 16 and Jacob was the father of Joseph the husband of Mary and Matthew takes his genealogy back to Abraham now look at verses 21 <clears throat> she will bear a son you shall call his name Jesus for you will save his people from their sins now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet behold the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated mean God's with us. And Joseph woke from his sleep and did as the angel commanded him, and took Mary his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Chapter 2, beginning to look at verse 10. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. And they fell to the ground and worshipped him. And opening their treasure, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Look at verse 20. Get up and take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who have sought the child's life are dead. 
So Joseph took the child and his mother and came to the land of Israel. Verse, um, that's, that's all I'm going to read in verse chapter 2. Chapter 3, let's look at verse 7. When he saw many of the Sadducees and Pharisees coming to, for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers who warn you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Verses 13. Then Jesus arrived from Galilee at the Jordan coming to John to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him saying, I have need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered, said to him, Permit it at this time. For in all this way, it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. And behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. And behold, a voice out of the heavens saying, Behold, uh, this is my beloved Son, in whom... I am well pleased. Chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And after he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he became hungry. Verse 6. And said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you. Uh, verse 7. And Jesus said to him, on the other hand, it is written, <coughs> You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. <coughs> Verses, um, verse 8. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all their glory. And he said, all these things I will give to you if you'll fall down and worship me. And then Jesus said to him, go Satan, for it is written, you, sh you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And then the devil left him and behold, angels came to minister unto him. Verses 17. And from the time Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verses 18. Good morning. Hey, okay, we've got some Brazingtons joining y'all. Okay, glad to have you. <laughs> Joyce and Mary Brazingtons. Okay, thank you, Tracy. How are you folks? Good. Verse 18. We're in Matthew chapter 4. And uh, we're going to continue reading. Now as Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was ca called Peter, and Andrew, his bro brother, casting a net into the sea. Um, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother in the boat with Zebedee their father mending their nets and he called them immediately they left the boat 
and their and their father and followed him. We're just doing a overview of where we have been in Matthew, and we're now at chapter five. Chapter five is beginning Jesus' teaching, as we have called the Beatitudes. Look, look at verse three. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are, are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all things of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is in, in heaven is great. And in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Verse 17. Do not think that I came to abolish the law of the prophets. I did not come to abolish but fulfill. For truly I say unto you, until heaven and earth is I passed away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until it is accomplished. Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, unless your righteousness surpass that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, verses... Uh, 21 you have heard that the ancients told you you shall not commit adultery and whosoever commits adultery shall be liable to the court but I say unto you that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court <clears throat> verse 7, 27 you have heard it I said unto you you shall not commit excuse me I said commit adultery and uh, Verse 21, it was commit murder. Verse 27, you have heard it said for you, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery in his heart. Verse 38, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person but whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you or take your shirt, let him have your coat also. Whoever forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you and do not turn away from him who wants to borrow from you. 43. You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy but I say to you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven and he causes the sun to rise on the righteous on the evil and the good 
and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? If you greet your, only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore, you are to be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Chapter 6, verse 5. When you pray, you are not to stand like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues, on the street corners, so that they may have be seen of men. Truly I say unto you, but they have their reward in full. Verse 9. Pray then this way. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Verse 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. <clears throat> Verse 33, but seek you first his kingdom and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Chapter seven, verse one, do not judge that you will not be judged. Verse 12, in everything, therefore, treat people the same way you want them to treat you. For this is the law and the prophets. Verse 15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Grapes are, are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles, are they? So every good tree bears good fruit, but every bad tree bears, bears bad fruit. A good tree, tree cannot pr produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So you will know them by their fruits. Chapter eight. We have several healings here in chapter 8, uh, verse 3. Uh, Jesus, uh, the leper, came to him and wanted to be cleansed. In verse 3, Jesus said, uh, stretch out his hand. And he, excuse me. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing to be cleansed. And immediately his uh, leprosy was cleaned. In verse <clears throat> Verse 9, uh, we had uh, the centurion come to him. Uh, 
And he said, you just speak the word. Verse 9, he says, For I am also a man under authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and another one comes, and he comes, and to my slave do this, and he, he does it. Now when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who were following, Truly I say to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. <clears throat> in 18, well in 14, Peter's mother-in-law was, was healed. Uh, verse 14, when Jesus came to Peter's home, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick and with a fever and he touched her hand and the fever left and she got up and waited on them. Then we had uh, uh, disciples tested um, Well, I didn't have that marked. Okay, let's go to chapter nine. We have, we continue to have healings from the Lord. Uh, verses four through six, and Jesus, knowing their thoughts, says, "What are you thinking, evil in your heart? Is it easier to say uh, your sins are forgiven, or to say get up and walk?" Uh, but so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, Get up, pick up your bed, and go home. Verse 18. The synagogue official, he says, uh, verse 18, while he was saying these things, a synagogue official came and bowed down before him, said, my daughter has just died, but come and lay your hands on her and she will live. Jesus got up to follow him and, and so did the disciples. A woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak, for she was saying to herself, if I can only touch his garment, I will be healed. But Jesus, turning and seeing her, said, Daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. Um, then when Jesus came to the official's house, he saw the flute players and the crowd with a noisy disorder. And he says, Leave, for the, for the girl has not died, but is asleep. Verse 26, this news spread throughout the land. Okay. Verses 31. Um, when they went out and spread the news about him throughout the land and as they were going a mute demon uh, possessed man was brought to him and the demon was cast out and the mute, mute man spoke the crowds were amazed and were saying nothing like this has ever happened in Israel verses 35 Jesus was going through all cities and villages teaching in their synagogue and healing every kind of diseases uh, or sickness, sickness and diseases. Seeing the people, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and, and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is pl plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into the harvest. Chapter 10, verses 2 
And now the names of the twelve apostles are this. First Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother. James, the son of Zebedee, and John his brother. Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus. Simon the Zealot and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. Verses 7, verse 7. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not acquire gold or silver or copper for your money belt, or a bag for your money, or even two coats or sandals or a staff, for the worker is worthy of his support. And whatever city or village you enter, inquire who is worthy in it, and stay at his house until you leave the city. Um, verses um, 19. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say, for it will be given to you in the hour that you are to say it. For it is not you who speaks, but it is the spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Verses 28 of chapter 10. Do not fear those who will kill the body, but unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. Are not to spare a soul for a cent? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Chapter 11, verse 7. As these men were going away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Those who wear soft clothing are in the king's palaces. But what, you, but what did you go out to see? A prophet. Yes, I tell you, one who is more than a prophet. Verse 11. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there is not, uh, has not arisen one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Verse chapter 12. Verse 1. And at that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples became hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat. But when the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples do what is not lawful on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read that David did when he became hungry, and he and his companions how he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread which was not lawful for him to eat or those with him but for the priest alone? Have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priest in the temple break the Sabbath are innocent 
But I say unto you, there's something greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I, I desire compassion and not a sacrifice, you would not have com condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Verse 30, chapter 12. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I say to you, any sin and blasphemy that shall be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be given, forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Verse 33. Either make the tree good, or its fruit good, or make the tree bad, or its fruit bad. For the true is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speaking evil speak which is good? For the mouth speaks out of which fills the heart. A good man brings out his good treasure, what is good. An evil man brings out of his evil treasure, what is evil. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an account for in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. That brings us to chapter 13. Uh, Jesus was speaking in, parable, in parables here, and we have several parables. Uh, we have the parable of the sower. We have the parable of the uh, tares and the wheat, the mustard seed, the leaven, uh, in verses 33 and um, the costly pearl in verses 45 and again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking fine pearls and upon finding one pearl of great value he went and sold all that he had and bought it then verses 53 uh, Jesus is talking about his hometown when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed from there and he came to his hometown, began teaching them in their synagogue. So they were astonished and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother Mary and his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Where did this man get these things? And then they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and his own household. That brings us to chapter 14, which we're, we're to be today. And we'll probably be there next week too. <laughs> we'll, let's just look at part of this and then we'll, we'll uh, stop for the day um, so we can clean up and go to the other service. Chapter 14. About this time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the news about Jesus and said to his servants, this is John the Baptist. He is risen from the dead and he, that's why miraculous powers are working in him. 
For when Herod had John arrested, he bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had been saying to him, it is not lawful for you to have her. Although Herod wanted to put him to death, he feared the crowd because they regarded John as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Having been prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. Although he was grieved, the king commanded it to be given because of his oath and because of his dinner guest. He had sent and had John beheaded in the prison, and his head was brought on a platter to the girl, and she brought it to his, her mother. His disciples came and took away the body and buried it, and they went and reported this to Jesus. Several things about this story, you know, um, that, that uh, kind of ring true today. Uh, one thing, be careful what you say. <laughs> uh, you know, we sometimes flippantly say things, well, uh, I'll give you this or I'll give you that. And that's what Philip, I mean, uh, the Herod did here. He said, I'll give you anything you want, you know. And he was egged on by the, his contemporaries around there and and uh, and so he said, um, uh, I'll give you what you want. And he's not really knowing or not really understanding that, that John's head would be involved in the thing. Sometimes we're guilty of that, letting our mouth overload us, you know, when we say some stuff. And it was the case here. Um, John the Baptist was preaching the truth that, uh, and the man didn't like it. Uh, more than that, his living didn't like it. <laughs> Herodias didn't like it. So uh, we need to be careful what we say and how we say it. Uh, verse 14, I think, is one of these things that, although, excuse me, verse 5 of chapter 14, uh, although Herod wanted to put him away him, he feared the crowd because they regarded John as a prophet. And then, then uh, he went on to say that, verse 7, so much he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. And in verse 9, although he was grieved, the king commanded it to be given because of his oath and because of his dinner guest. To save face, to save face. Sometimes we do that. Well, that that's there's so much rich stuff as we just hit the highlights of those thirteen chapters, and we'll pick up uh, here next next week at the at the end of um, of John the Baptist. We'll talk about the feeding of the five thousand and Jesus walking on water, and then we'll continue on in the rest of the book. Um, any any
comments, any questions? Well, I said, I told them, Art, that we're going to have to finish right at 9.45 from now on so we can clean up. So we'll, we'll pray. Yes, Tim? Oh, if everybody leave the chairs out, then I'll take care of them. You're going to take care of the chairs? Yes, sir. You're a good man. Just leave them out and I'll clean them for you. Okay. So Tim will take care of the chairs. If some of the rest of you take care of the tables, we'll go from there. Well, well, help them <laughs> if you can. Okay. okay. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you.